Welcome back to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. This week's guest is Andrea Dodder. She is the CEO of Authentic Empire. She helps entrepreneurs build an authentic social media presence. And what I love about our conversation is that we do get into questions you can ask to help kickstart your social media presence. And they're great questions, whether you own a business or not, it can really help you kind of find your voice. Um, but before we got into all that, we actually talked about kind of her journey from being in one business that led to her current business and how actually being broken led to her ultimate growth and betterment. And so join us as we flush it out. Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. Welcome back to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. I'm here with my guest, Andrea Daughter. Welcome. Thank Daughter. You. Did I say your last name right? You did. You absolutely did. I always ask ahead of time and I forgot to ask you and I, so it's like an ongoing private behind the scenes jokes of always wanting to get the names right. So thank you, Andrea, for coming. (laughs) Andrea is the brains behind Authentic Empire. She's a, I would say social media consultant, manager, and Coach. coach. Yeah. Extraordinaire. So Andrea, tell us a little bit about you. Oh boy. Where do I begin? Okay. So how I got to where I am, um, back in 2014, I just turned 40 or yeah, just turned 40. Um, my second child was about, uh, three months old and I was like, what, what is happening? This is 40. This is not what I envisioned being 40. I was really depressed and I was trying to lose baby weight and all of that. So what I did was I... Uh, partnered with a, uh, so I wanted to get back to work in some fashion. Uh, so I partnered with the network marketing company, which initially just helped me, you know, lose weight. Um, you know, just get back to feeling good about myself, especially because I was, I have, I had a really hard time turning 40. Um, and it kind of evolved into where I actually started to do that kind of business because in the very beginning, it was natural. It was like, I was losing weight and people kept asking me what I was doing. And, you know, it was kind of like the, it was sort of still, it had, so it was with Beachbody and they hadn't reached really their peak yet. They were just about to. So it was a kind of a good time to uh, step into that. And so I did that um, for a couple of years. I would say the first year and a half I was doing really well. Like, I was like, oh, this is wonderful. It's a dream job. Like, I can't believe how fun this is and all of this. And then all of a sudden things started to go downhill and I couldn't figure out why. And I was, I was working, you know, so much more every week. Like, I mean, you're talking like 80 hours plus Mm -hmm. weekends and, you know, nights. I mean, it was in, in, I was doing all of the things that I was told to do, that I was taught to do, that was recommended to me and just things weren't moving and I just couldn't figure it out. What am I not doing? Like, I felt like there was an island somewhere that I missed being on where all the answers were. Mm. What is happening? Why are these people like, you know, making all this money and doing all this stuff and I'm still sitting here at the same thing. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, summer of 2017, I went to my last, um, it's like the yearly convention. Mm-hmm. And um, we were at, my husband was with me. And I was with a couple of, you know, girls that, that were on my team. And we were sitting in these opening, this opening ceremony thing. Um, and, you know, I was all excited. Like, oh, this is so much fun. And then the things, you know, the, the festivities started, they were bringing out like the big, you know, kahunas, if you will, you know, cause they were going to tell you all about, you know, their success and everything and tell you that, you know, you could have this too. And you know, all that stuff. And like, all of a sudden I just like something washed over me and I was like, what am I doing? I haven't progressed since this, this was my fourth um, convention and I was at the same kind of place or rank, whatever you want to, you know, that I was the first one. And, and I had been just frustrated even before that, trying to figure out like, what's going on? Why can't I, why can't I succeed? And, you know, of course they tell you, you know, well, you must not be doing something, you know, you, it's all you like, and I was doing everything. So my self-esteem took a hit. Like it was really bad time. And even my husband who was sitting right next to me, he said, all of a sudden your face just went like, you look like you're about to have a breakdown. And I did. Um, that the rest of that time we were there, it was, I mean, we even had a fight where he went and stayed at a hotel for a night because it was, it was just, really and that kind of triggered like this downward spiral I had that summer and, you know, trying to figure out like, where am I going? You know, like I'm, you know, at that point I was 43, right? Yeah. I don't even know math 43. And I, you know, I'm like, well, I thought I had this great business and I was doing really well. Like, okay, now what am I doing? You know, like I can't even make this work, you know, and, you know, just kind of, and I already struggle with anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, you know, cause when that business, it helped me in the beginning, like lift my self-esteem and kind of got me out of my shell. But then it slowly, because I was equating the lack of my success to me, you know, not being enough, not, you need to say that again, because that is like, as I was listening to you, I was thinking, okay, um, because I have a, a background with the direct sales too. And, you know, it was a great experience. Like I have so many like happy, good memories from it. And I had some anxiety of switching away from it because there was that feeling of like, I don't, I don't want it to be a bad thing. You know, it was good. Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking in my head, like, it's, it's so amazing how, you know, everyone has similar yet different stories and it goes to show like, there's no one path that works for everyone. Um, and so it could be an amazing opportunity for some. And also I always go back to the reason season lifetime. Yeah. Like, you know, they say with people, they're in your life, but also, you know, with my background, it was like, this could be something that just helps build you up or helps give yeah. you set you into this direction. So anyway, I was thinking about all that. So when you just said what you said about you, you were struggling with these feelings and you equated your success there to how you were feeling about yourself. It's like, that is the aha moment Mm -hmm. that I feel like if you're listening to anyone's story and comparing it to yourself or you're in your own story and you're comparing it that like, and that's why it goes to show like, it doesn't, it, it's like how it's not about the business. Like it's not about the company. It's not about the, 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 um, the industry. So like, if we're going to say like the direct sales of this, it's like anything, it, it could look like anything yeah. because the real heart of the issue was equating your success to your self-worth. 
Absolutely. And so many of us do that. I know I'm guilty of it too. So that's why I was like, hold on. (laughs) Just pause for a second. Yes. Because that's huge. Absolutely. And, you know, and I like that you said, you know, it's not really about the business because any, you know, like even in the business I am in now, I struggle with that. You know, I look at, okay, I compare myself. I look at, you know, why am I not further along or why, why is this taking so long? And well, it must be something I'm doing wrong or it must be something, you know, maybe I'm just, you know, I'm not as good as I think I am. You know, all of those limiting beliefs and those doubts that, you know, when you're already, when you're already like, you know, struggling, you're already susceptible to low self-esteem and all of that stuff. It's a lot easier for, for those feelings to come up when, you know, you see that something in your life isn't going the way you want and you're like, oh, I'm putting in all the work. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, you swear in here? Sorry. No. Yeah, sure. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, and also what you said about a, a, a time, what is it? A, a, Oh, like a reason, season, or a lifetime. Yeah. So at the time, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. What is going on? Why, you know, why did I start doing this? Like, it's ruining my life. It literally almost ruined my marriage. Like, I was like this close to being like, screw everything. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's how bad it was. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, thankfully, we went to counseling and then I went to my own therapy. Yes. You know, and, and, over, you know, even the course of a couple of years, but prior to that, you know, people had started to tell me things like, you know, you're really good at social media or how do you do this? Like, how do you, you know, like your posts are so good. Like you're, you know, they'll just make comments like, oh my God, I always see you on there. You're like a, you know, a celebrity on there. I'm like, no, I'm not. Don't ever say that. But like people were just, you know, it was like these little seeds were planted. Like I should be doing that for a living. And mm-hmm. he was like, you should do this. Like people get paid to do this. This is something you're good at and you should do. And of course, at the time I wasn't hearing it, you know, I'm like, well, nobody's going to listen to me. Like I'm not anybody like who the hell is going to, you know? Um, but when it came down to it, when it came down to that, like pretty much rock bottom, I said, I have nothing to lose right now because I'm already way down here. Isn't that the beauty of rock bottom? Like, yes, (laughs) yes. Like you have nowhere else to go. I may as well yeah. We're going to try this and see what happens, you know? And so that like end of the summer into the fall of 2017 is when I launched this. And of course I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, I have no clue. Like, yeah, I ran a, you know, I had that business before, but I really didn't consider it my business. Cause you know, there was still a CEO. There was still, yeah. I wasn't creating any products or anything. It was kind of like a independent contractor. So this, I had to create everything from the ground up. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I just, you know, I leaned on a friend of mine who was going through the exact same thing in Beachbody with her stuff and she was trying to transition. So we really, you know, um, we really like leaned on each other and helped each other, you know, like she would send me things and I would send her things like, I'm trying this, let's try this. So, you know, and, and it just kind of evolved from there to where I am now. And I will tell you, I don't think that if, you know, as much as I say, you know, that experience just ruined you know, my life almost, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Well, and also you went to therapy. I, I don't want to brush over that because I commend no. you and I want to be more open with, you know, the power of therapy, counseling, oh, God. like that. And so it's like, and just because of where I come from with my life and faith and things like that, it's like, totally like you went through that. And, you know, like, like I said before, some people will succeed and thrive 
but it, it sounds like it was used the way it needed to be used for you because you yeah. said you almost lost your marriage and you guys went to counseling. Well, what if you would have made it about the business and then ended your marriage when really all the business did was shine a light on areas of your own, you know, things that were talk a lot about like the trauma on the inside, you know, in these core yes, we have that Christina real. talks about Christina Ammerman past guest. And so it's like, for me hearing your story, it's like helpful for me because it's like, Oh good. <laughs> it goes, it, well, and, and hopefully for others listening, but it all goes back to the whole, why do we, why do we get our self-worth from these external things when now looking back, you can say, okay, I'm in this business, but if, if, if your life was on the brink of losing it, if you were on the brink of a breakdown and all this stuff, and even though it feels like that's what brought you there, to me, it sounds like that's the catalyst, like that the business was the catalyst that exposed it. Yep. But once it's exposed and that goes back to like the beauty of rock bottom, like now that it's exposed, it's like, well, here it is. Might as well deal with it. Yep. No, and, and, and you're absolutely correct. It exposed it because, you know, like I said, all of my life, you know, high school, even element, you know, I always struggled with that. I always was comparing myself to others. I always struggled that I wasn't pretty enough. I always tried to look like the, you know, like the popular girl, like with her hair and her makeup. And, you know, I always, like, I never looked at myself as enough. Like, mm. I'm great just the way I am. I always tried to be, look, act like somebody else. And, you know, and that's just, you know, and, and it went, especially during those high school years and oh, yeah. just turmoil all over the place. Although it seems a lot simpler than what we're dealing with now. Um, but, you know, like, you know, I was never a popular person in school. You know, I had a group of friends, but I was always like looking at like the popular group and I'm like, like, what do they have that I don't? Oh, they're prettier, you know, they're cheerleaders, you know, and, um, I just, I just always struggled with that. I, I hated the way I looked. I didn't like, you know, I always said I wanted a nose job. Like it was just stupid things. But, you know, to me, it, those were all things that, you know, like I said, I equated myself worth to. And of course, as I got older, I started to understand that that's not all that there is, but it still wouldn't go away. And I've been in and out of therapy for, you know, since my 20s. Yeah, that's amazing. I think and I want to yeah. actually start like a whole movement. Like this is what therapy looks like, by the way. Yes. I haven't shared this publicly yet, but I'll, I'll start. I'm starting to plant the seeds that like, like part of what I want to do here is, is like move the needle for people to like yes. talk about this kind of stuff. And so it's like really jumping over the needle is like deal with your people. Yes. Deal, deal yes. with it because life will be so much better. And I say that to myself too. Like I'm not yeah. just saying it to others, I'm saying it to myself. It's so, so true because we all have that, you know, we all have that mm -hmm. inside. And like you said, certain things happen in our lives that are the catalyst to bring that out, you know? And so, um, and that's growth right there is not blaming the catalyst. Right. It's not, no, it's like, it's, it's so good it's a trigger. Mm -hmm. you know? It's a trigger. And, um, you know, and I feel like, I feel like if more people had that happen, they would, it would, you know, they would be in a better place because it would push them to do something about it, or push them to go to therapy or push yeah. them, you know, take a risk in their life or do something that, you know, they feel deep down that they should be doing or that they want to do, but they're just too scared or too, 
you know, and I feel like you just should just do it. But I'm telling you, therapy works wonders. I hands down wouldn't be here in this position if I didn't go to it. I mean, we were going to couples and then I was going to my own separately. So it was a lot. Yeah. You know, there were days I'm like, I don't feel like going. But I don't work on myself anymore. Yeah. It was, we were consistent it, and it really worked for everything. It really. So, I want to give a nice standing ovation, but I don't want to blow people's ears out. So <laughs> woohoo. Yay. Woo-hoo. You know, that's a I great mean, transition though, because so with what you do, so you're, as I mentioned in the beginning, you're a, a social media coach. And so just if anyone doesn't know what that is, you know, you train people on how to run their social media for their business. And so I love the backstory of kind of how you got to be to that place. And I know that when you work with people, you ask them a few questions. And so that's what I kind of wanted to like, I, that's why your segue was perfect is it's like, okay, if this is resonating with you, if you are feeling like I need to make a change or what I'm doing, maybe you don't need to make a 180 change, but you do need to move the needle. Yeah. You ask your clients some questions. And I thought that is what we need to share because this is a great way to get the ball rolling. And I love because the name of your business, Authentic Empire. And one thing I've seen because I've known you now for over a year and seen your stuff online is you're you. Like when you yeah. watch it, you don't look like you're trying to play the part of someone. Mm-hmm. But I loved hearing your journey because it's basically like you tried that route. Yeah. it didn't work and you saw it didn't work. So it's like now you're on the other side and you want to tell people like, don't, don't try to fit into that mold. So, so let's jump into some, okay, like what are the questions we need to ask ourselves or we can ask others to help them on their journey to Absolutely. start oh finding God. authentic you. It's like you're in my head. I love this. You totally, that's exactly it. Like I've been there, done that and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, basically the first question I ask clients when we start working together is like, who, I don't say the F word, although I, that's my favorite word next to Florida <laughs> word, but who the F are you? Like, who are you? Like at your core, who are you? You know, and, and these are questions that, you know, you can't just answer on a whim. You really, you want to sit down and, and think about it because there's so many different layers to people. Yeah. So who are you? And, um, and then the next one is like, what, what do you love? Like what lights you up? You know, what are things in life that make you just light up? Like for me, you know, when I, cause I did, I went through this myself so I could understand like, okay, when clients do it, what does it look like? And I wanted to use my answers as examples so they could kind of see, you know, some of the things that light me up, like palm trees, turquoise, the beach, like tropics, like warm weather, cats, obviously my family you know, um, food, like I'm just like a love to eat donuts, especially, um, you know, my heritage is so important. Uh, you know, I love, you know, I'm a black belt. So, you know, martial arts has played a huge role in, in my healing and, and, uh, my fitness and all that. So, you know, those are things that really light me up. So those are, you know, the things that kind of make me who I am and kind of create my brand you know, in addition to obviously my business, cause I, uh, social media lights me up. I love it. I love talking about it. I'm like obsessed with the algorithm of Facebook. Like it's just, it's crazy. I never thought I would do it. And then the other question I asked, because, you know, like I said, you want to, you want to get to know who you are at your core and who, you know, what that looks like, because that's where the authenticity comes from, right? You don't have to be ashamed about anything that who you are, 
right? Whatever that is for you, you should be proudly displaying that wherever you can, because that's the only way people are going to get to know the real you. And, you know, and that's why I say like authenticity is so important, especially in business, because nobody's going to want to work with somebody they don't understand or they're confused about, or they don't really get, they don't know, like, and trust you. And the only way you can accomplish that is through being yourself. So if you were being the most authentic you on the face of the earth, what would that look like? So that's the third thing, right? Again, this, you know, and this is, um, you know, this is kind of all encompassed, not just, you know, what it looks like in terms of like how you would feel, how you would act, what would you say? But, you know, as we're talking even about branding, like what are your colors? You know, what is, what are those colors of yours? What are the fonts? What are the, you know, photos and, you know, like the visuals, right? Because social media, you know, it's, they're pretty visual. And so you want that to come across on, on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your website, but also, you know, within your, your content and how you, um, present yourself, even when in public, especially when you're meeting with people in, you know, I'm social media, but I feel it's hugely important to when we're allowed to do it again, to connect in the community face-to-face with people. I think that's, you know, I don't think I would, my, my business and my just, my entire well-being, you know, has a lot of it's come from, you know, networking in the community and meeting you guys and being part of these groups. It really has shaped who I am. So, you know, it's not just social media, but, you know, what is, you know, and you kind of want to look at when your ideal client you know, comes across you on social media. What, what about you? Like, what do they feel when they look at you? What do they feel when they listen to you? What do they feel, you know, when, you know, they see a picture or, you know, whatever that is, like, well, how does it make them feel? And that's going to determine, okay, well, this person is absolutely somebody I would like you, like you, you're so funny. And you just have such a good heart. And like, I just like the second I met you, I felt that. And so, you know, I knew, okay, what's it like to be like in Samantha's inner circle or to be her friend or to, you know, kind of be part of her life. And, and it was just like, Oh my God, it would be so awesome. Like she just, she's such a wonderful human being. And you're just, like I said, your humor and especially your humor. So, um, you know, it's, it's that type of thing. Right. And of course, everybody's going to mesh with everybody. Not everybody's going to be your ideal client, but Mm -hmm. when you're, you're the most you, you can possibly be the right people, the people that are meant to come into your life and stay there are going to. So you don't have to keep like before in high school, I would keep, you know, like trying so hard to fit in and do this and find the right people and conform. You don't have to conform to crap. (laughs) Yes. You just be you. And there's always people out there who are going to resonate with you. It's not a matter of finding and being, you know, everybody's cup of tea. It's being that cup of tea to the people who really, really feel that connection. I love that. It's like, yeah, we can't be all things for everyone. Love that. Lean into you. And you said something, which one, thank you so much for all those kind words. I appreciate it. Um, And you said something that I feel like I have not heard often. And so you said, how does your ideal client feel when they see you and your brand? I thought that is really powerful to think because a lot of times when you talk to people with marketing and business, it's always, you know, what does your ideal client look like? What do they do? What do they, you know, and it's all good questions. I never thought about saying, 
how do they feel? Because for me and, you know, with what I do, it's like, that's just spot on. Like I want them to have a feeling, but that's true in any business. It is. And because, especially because people come to you, like if you have a product or a service, you're essentially, you're solving someone's problem. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes we think about how do they feel now? They feel this problem, but I love the idea of what do we want them to feel after and during being with us? That's huge. Yeah. I mean, you want them to feel what it's like to work with you, you know, and, 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 you know, and, and you want to help them because, you know, like you said, it's a product or service. People are, are not, you know, they're not necessarily care about the actual product or service. They care about the, you know, becoming a better version of themselves. What is, what is their life going to look like when, you know, you help them when their problem is solved? Right. And, and that's really where it comes down to the feeling because you think about it, there's like a dime a dozen of me, there's a dime a dozen health coaches. There's a, you know, they're all, there's many. So, you know, but there's only one you exactly, exactly. And what is, and what does that, what does that make, what makes somebody want to work with you? And that's what I, you know, try to help my clients get to that place. You know, you don't have to work with everybody, but you have to form your own thing that those people will want to come to you. So um, as we start to kind of wrap up to review your three questions, because I know people are like, shoot, I need to think of those again. (laughs) So um, who are you? Yeah. What lights you up? What do you love? And what does the most authentic you look like? Okay. So that's in your head, people. My question for you is now, okay, I'm going to try to answer those questions, but I keep, I'm having a hard time. So what's the, what do you do to kind of help your clients push through that block of like, I don't know, I like what I like, or, you know, how can you push them? So part of it is just being unapologetic about it. Like, I feel like, you know, even though I say take some time to answer the questions, I also, you know, because I want people to think, right. You know, there's so like I said, there's so many different layers so I feel like just do a brain, just write anything that comes to your mind down. Don't question it. Don't look at it and go, is that kind of weird or is that too much? It does, none of that matters. Just start writing things down. The more, you know, the crazier it sounds, it doesn't matter. Write it all down. What is that, right? Maybe, you know, another thing too is, you know, I have them visualize certain situations and how they would handle them, like the real you. Like if somebody were to cut you off in traffic. What would the real you do? And I can tell you the real me is usually not very nice, (laughs) you know, or something like that. Like what would the real you do? And, you know, not that you have to go out and, you know, do these things, you know, like you don't want to, you know, commit a crime or anything, but you should be, you know, okay. Yeah, I do that. I flip people off or I honk at them or I swear at them. Like I, that's just me and I'm working on it. You know, you can say, you know, I'm working on, you know, not doing that as often but it's okay to admit that you do things like that. It's okay. And so, you know, and just like kind of pushing through those limiting beliefs that you're, that are kind of, you know, blocking you, but yeah, just start writing everything that comes to your mind. I was just writing some things that were coming to my mind of things that you were saying. Go back to when you were young. Like, what did you love? Like, do you still love those things now? Like, you know, how would you do things now for, you know, I mean, there's just so many different things, but yeah, just, just start writing and don't stop. That is so great. I, 
I think that's perfect because I think even if you don't have a business, you know, even yeah. if, um, I think that these are questions that are good to periodically ask ourselves because, you know, so much of us are, um, burning out. And that's yes. why we're, you know, because we are recording this during um, the quarantine, it's a chance for a lot of people to be forced to slow down, but it's also showing us how burned out we are. And oh, yeah. one of the advices I, a piece of advice I've seen is, you know, when things go back to the new normal, because it'll definitely be new, what do you want to hold on to and what do you want to let go of? Because yeah. you don't have to go back to everything that you did before. And so I think starting to ask these questions of, like I said, you know, what really lights you up? Yeah. What do you get excited about? Because now we have this unique time where things are canceled and it's like, what are the things that your heart is truly broken for not being able to do? And then what's the other stuff where you're like, meh, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's, you know, um, it's tragic right now. I'm not saying, you know, but it's like, it is an opportunity though. And that actually goes back to, to kind of tie into the beginning, uh, with going through the hard time you went through, it presented that opportunity for growth. And I feel like anytime there's just, I usually say when shit hits the fan, that that's the time, like, do we run towards growth or do we yeah. turn away from it? And so it's stuck. It stinks. Like there's no doubt about it. That like, right. The, the hitting rock bottom stuff hitting the fan like it's never good it never feels like yay yeah we don't want like excited about it yes we can we choose how we react to it I guess right mm -hmm. what is it saying when you said it's, it's we grow through what we go through I heard that yeah that's a good one yeah 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 what it, yeah and I like I said I just I've been thinking about a lot lately how it's like, it, it's through those hard times that we yeah. do grow. And so yeah. you can say, okay, I don't want any hard times, but then do you want to stay there? And right. a, an image that gets brought out a lot is um, like refining the silver through the fire, you know, and how fire refines things. And it's like, yeah, no one wants to be burned. No one wants to go through that. But that is what builds us into stronger people. It can build our faith. It can build our marriages, our families. And like, it's just, I think, kind of having that mindset shift, using that to say, okay, like I said, going back to your questions, like who are you? And that when you can be encouraged to be the most you, you are, that's when success comes. Heck yes. And awesome. it's a perfect time to do it. We have an opportunity right now where we can do it. We can, you know, really, you know, self-reflect. And I know that sucks, you know, everything else going on, but you know, um, you know, this is a really, I think a good time for people to, you know, reevaluate themselves, their brand, their business, you know, um, and, you know, like you, I love that you said, you know, what are the things, you know, you can kind of tell the things that, um, really break your heart right now that you're missing versus the things that you're like, Oh, I guess I didn't really care. It doesn't really matter. You know, and, 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 you know, going forward with that, you know, that like, for me, one of the things is, you know, the beach, like I'm, my heart breaks that if I can't get to the beach this summer. So, mm -hmm. But you know, it's things like that, but I can do without, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it, that was a really good analogy. Yeah. Like well, Andrea, thank you so much for sharing all of your insight and thank you for sharing your heart too, because thank I think, you. you know, so often in our journeys, it's sometimes hard to share. And yeah. I think the more, you know, we share, like I said, it's, I'm inspired to hear others and it's, you know, it inspires 
you to want to share like your own and kind of work yeah. on your own stuff. And so thank you for, for oh, sharing. You're welcome. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, we all have our stuff and there's, you know, we should be proud of it. I think. Yeah. yeah. Own it. Um, own one it. thing I've been reading is um, when we own our stories, we take back the power so they don't own us. Yes. So. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. mm. That's great. Now if people want to find you, where can they find you? So um, they can find me on Facebook. Andrea Marie Dodderer is my personal profile. My business page on Facebook is Authentic Empire LLC. Um, my website, andreadaughter.com. And then on Instagram, XO authentically underscore Andrea. Awesome. Connect with me, message me chat with me, whatever you guys, and she you want. has lots of videos and uh, updates on what's going on in the social media world. So definitely oh, yeah. follow, follow her to hear um, what the heck to do with social media. So yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate your insight and wisdom. Thank you so much, Samantha. I appreciate it. You're awesome. That's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by TwinMusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, M&M Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.